This is an Area Code podcast. Tell me what you're campaigning for. Yeah, so I um, decided to run for my public school district, um, a seat on the the public school board. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, man, like even just the way that it came about, it was kind of like I I definitely didn't have like huge intentions um, initially to do this. Um, The person who vacated the seat kind of made that announcement at the last minute and kind of went from there. It was like literally hustle and bustle. Um, Now, now looking back at it in hindsight, like I literally declared my candidacy um, early It was around like the middle of September, I think, or maybe maybe like the second week in September. And so I had like no time to like really prep or anything. Um, But yeah, so like I said, it was just a seat on the on the local school board. And we can kind of dig into this, but there are a lot of interesting dynamics, background. I got a visitor over here. Do you want to come say hi? Come over here. Come over here and you can say hi. And then you got to go, girlfriend. Say hello. (laughs) This is Miss Emery, everybody. Oh, hi, Emery. Say hi. Hi. All right. You going to go? Okay. See ya. No, you can't. Uh-uh. Okay, perfect. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Kristen. Right. Yeah. No, that's that's great. Uh, and if you're just joining us, so Portia and I are both hosts on the Area Code Network. Uh, we each have podcasts. Mine is uh, the Prophetic Imagination Station with my wife, Gail Mayfield, and I'm also uh, the host of the which is about attachment and trauma and mental health and God Mm -hmm. Um, and what I'm leaning into today. Mm -hmm. Introduce yourself. Yes, I am Portia Collins. Um, I am one half of the hosts of Sweet Tea. Um, It's basically a podcast where we talk about like, we kind of try to model oh goodness Paw Patrol (laughs) first of all this happens on Sweet Tea all the time me and Jasmine one of our children they're in the background talking with us all the time (laughs) but it's a a podcast about how to model um, having difficult like having good conversations about difficult topics basically um we try to model how to do that with grace and um we actually say having delightful conversations about hard top hard topics jasmine hates the tagline but here we are (laughs) so yeah um, jasmine holmes is the other host for sweet tea Mm. Can you go see your granny for a minute? Okay, so we're gonna make it work. Emma. Yeah. And we were talking about um, how you ran for this seat. It sounds like last minute uh, for the mm-hmm. school board. 
um, and you lost, Ouch. which is sad and disheartening. Yeah, um, I cried <laughs> a lot last night. Um, it and like I went live on my Facebook, <clears throat> my Facebook uh, page just to kind of you know update everybody. That's kind of the nature of what you got to do. Stop, Emery, when you are running like for public office. Stop, Emery. Okay, you can hear. I got some in my room. Go get the headphones in my room. Go get them. Um, but that's the nature of like you got to kind of update fast. So like I, and this is probably a bad idea that I should not have done. That I was a whole lot for myself. And uh, I don't know if that was a good idea because I literally, as they started to close close the polls down. Um, they were, you know, telling like their electronic machines. And so I was going to check to see like how I had fared mm-hmm. and literally instantly seeing my opponent, like one machine, she's got like a hundred more votes. Second machine, she's got a hundred more votes. Third machine, she's got a hundred mm-hmm. more votes than I so it was like mentally hard. It was very, very tough for me. Um, because it was like losing in slow motion almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate to say it like that, mm-hmm. but it was. And I, maybe I should have probably had a separate poll watcher, you know, that way I could have just gotten it all out at once. But like actually going through to each machine and checking that, mm-hmm. it was like, oh man, this is painful. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I before we were on, I was like, you you said you melted down, and I was like, sounds like you deserve a meltdown. Like that's just so much emotional energy to put into something like that, and then to not win is, yeah, it's just gonna be. I, I would imagine either way, it would be just such like a big energy sort of letdown. But to know that you put in all that energy and for it to not go the way you want it is is hard. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, like, how do you, I think a lot of people right now are really struggling with, like, how do I emotionally cope right now, right? Because we're in yeah. this unsure yeah. place. And I know for me, um, and just the way that my life has been impacted by national politics in the last four years, um, I know that last night it was just, like, a reminder of, like, I was really sad, just really sad about like where we are as a nation. Same, same, Yeah. And so it's like, how, how do we go through this time? And you were talking about video games. Uh, it's great coping skill. Um, yes. <laughs> and I was thinking about like the difference between like, suppressing emotions in like self-care or self-soothing you know and like i'm i'm someone that totally like i am just like i just want to avoid my emotions like i want to like (laughs) i will be as a therapist i'll I'll totally be present with other people's emotions but when it comes to my own i'm like uh i don't know what's going on but i think it's so important to like slow down and yes, look at like, what is going on internally for me 
what am I feeling? Um, and then like d decide like, what is it that I need to do? And maybe it's totally playing video games or like binge watching Netflix or whatever it is. But I, right, like, right. if you start with like, I'm going to take at least five minutes to just sit down and like, notice what am I feeling in my body? Like what is going on with me? That's different than just jumping straight to the distraction. Yeah, absolutely. I, and so I am definitely one of those people where I, it's what I would call, I wrestle with my emotions. Like I don't just jump down into the hole without like actually trying to process what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling it. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, I'm a, by nature, I'm a very anxious person. Um, like super duper anxious. I get worked up over some of the, the littlest things. And so for me, like playing video games is not just like, it's not like I'm dealing, not dealing with whatever it is that I'm feeling. It's really like a, I need to take myself and kind of pull, pull back a little bit. It's a way to help me wind down almost. Um, now sometimes that, that can become unhealthy in the sense of I don't want to deal with something, so I'm gonna play with play video games to distract myself. Uh -huh. <laughs> but for the most part, I try to hang on. Hey, hey wait a minute, you gotta gotta be quiet for me, okay? All the joys of having. Do you have children? I do. Um, <laughs> I you have, and how old are they? I'm a ten year old, so. Oh, see, you are balling. Yeah. Like I got a two year old who is like. Totally bananas uh -huh. right now. Okay, if you be quiet, I'll let you sing it at the end, okay? Yeah, she wants to sing, Yes, Jesus loves me. I'm glad he loves us, Amy, because we are all going through some stressful stuff right now, and we need to know. But yeah. Um, like I said, sometimes that can be healthy. If I if I don't want to deal with whatever it is that I'm feeling, then I will try to like distract myself by playing video games. And so that's when I know I'm like, ah, let me pull back. I gotta wrestle with whatever it is that I'm feeling, mm -hmm. and it's okay to use. Um, it's okay to use video games to like de-stress. But that doesn't need to be my go-to or like a replacement for actually dealing with what it is that I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think I mentioned just briefly somewhere about like the importance of lament, you know, and that's it. It's like, it's, there's a lot of anxiety and there's a lot of sadness right now. And yeah, we need to find ways to like be be present with that, which is something that like, um, you know, depending on like your culture and background, like some cultures are better at that than others, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking as a white dude, like you know, it's just like everything's fine. Like let's just go forward, and we really. I know that I really need to grow and learn uh, how to slow down and how to be okay with sadness. Cause I think that's going to be no matter how things go, like, like, like we've been saying, it's not, 
it's uh, we're at a point like nationally, and I would say in the church that is is really discouraging right now. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I think for from what I've seen with people. It's almost as if people are on, on are on uh, two end two different ends of the spectrum. Either it's like I am being delusional about the fact that this is like really really tough and hard to process, and I'm just like what I call like almost trying to like gloss over everything. Mm-hmm. And then you got opposite end it's like people are just losing their minds and freaking out like this is the end of the world and I think this is where we need like balance and this is where I think the scriptures are helpful in providing balance and like clarity and helping us to kind of step back from the situation and view it with like different eyes and so one of the scriptures that I've kind of been clinging to um Recently, I think it's First Thessalonians four and thirteen, and it's where Paul is talking about. He's kind of talking about grief in a sense, but he's saying like we don't grieve as people without hope, and so I feel like that's the way that we can like rightly place our. Um, emotions and like filter those emotions through the lens of scripture is like it's okay to feel what you feel like even with me looking at the election it's okay to feel some form of grief behind it or to lament that but I don't grieve as a person without hope you know what I'm saying so it's like it's almost like that puts me perfectly in the balance of I'm being realistic about this situation and I'm not glossing over the toughness of this situation but at the same time I'm not despairing about what's happening because I like I said I have hope if I don't have anything else I have hope I have hope that everything that we're experiencing is temporal and that one day there will be no more this is all like a former thing like it talks about in Revelation 21 like one day we're gonna have to like worry about this and so right now because we're in the thick of it yes I'm going to be very real about that. I'm going to be very honest. I'm going to grieve, cry, and, you know, sometimes even get mad and upset. But at the same time, I'm not going to like lose hope or I'm not going to let my perspective become so jaded that I'm to a point where I don't even where I'm apathetic or, you know, I'm just a royal pessimist or anything like that so that's kind of like that that's what i've been doing and how i've been like processing a lot of this is it's really just going back to the scriptures and like trying to get clarity there because i know that i'm incapable of doing this on my own right yeah yeah, I think as I think about the week and someone asked in the comments, like, what are, you know, what are some specific like self-care tips? And I think like matching the the anxiety inducing part with things that are grounding. Um, and so, I mean, just just off the bat, like probably limiting some of the the social media and news intake doesn't mean put your head in the sand, but like. You know, if you're going to engage in that, like, you know, take 20 minutes to do that and then go for a walk um, or, you know, that sort of thing. And I think like spirituality 
is like fit, you know, definitely is a big part of that. Like for us, it's hard right now um, being in, in a pandemic, but I know that for my wife and I, like whenever there've been these really difficult times nationally, like we've gotten together for prayer, um, and really like a time to like petition God, but also just to be like, we are just so sad, right? We're lamenting, um, just where we're at. Um, and I think that's so important. So it could, it could be that sort of thing. Um, you know, it could be, uh, reading scriptures. It could be, you know, going for a walk, doing exercise, um, you know, all the like right. self-care things. Um, uh, yeah, doing all the self-care things that we know how to do. Um, but like scheduling them out, you know, and thinking about that sort of thing. And the other thing too, I've been talking about this week is, uh, how to do some of this stuff with our kids. Um, and it's a little bit harder with a two year old, but like with my 10 year old, like we do breathing exercises together, um, oh, you know, wow. which has been cool. So, yeah, I think, yeah. you know, those like basic things of like, you know, exercise, moving your body, doing some you know, mm-hmm. breathing, doing prayer, um, and really like mm-hmm. matching that alongside like your day. Right. Right. Absolutely. And making room um, for those emotions like you're talking about. Yes. Yes. I I love the breathing exercises and things. I think that's something that I forget. My my therapist, I have a Christian therapist who I love. He is great. Um, but he he often tells me because especially because I am anxious, he tries to teach me these different um exercises like grounding exercises. And so one is taking my hand and putting it like on my, my jeans or something like that and just going from one point like inhale as I go to this point, exhale as I'm making a square, exhale here, mm-hmm. inhale, exhale. And that's really helpful. I just forget to do it. Right. Um so much. That's the um, good thing when it comes to mindfulness is like it's not hard, it's hard to remember to do it. And it's hard to slow down your body when you're in that anxious state. You don't want to sit down and like do that thing. You're like, I gotta, I gotta fix something. I gotta do something. I got, you know, your body energizes to like, you know, address a problem when really like what you need in that moment is like, I gotta like sit down and calm down for a minute. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, one of the things too, that I think is, um, I guess I, that I'm trying to learn is to pace myself. And what I mean by that is I like because I'm an anxious person, because I deal with like perfectionist syndrome. And, and actually, let me even back up before I go into all of this. This is where an awareness of like what your tendencies are is very good. Being honest about that, don't gloss over or ignore like the certain like proclivities that you have because it makes it very difficult to actually address them when you're not honest with yourself so i know like what my issues are what you know for for the most part i mean of course we all got blind spots but i know that there are certain areas where i am kind of like like high strong that's the best way that i can put it i'm very anxious and so because i know those things it's like i know okay well let me just pace myself and so sometimes that means going against the grain of what i like typically would want to do Mm -hmm. to address whatever my specific 
tendency is. And so um, sometimes I can say it is just shutting it down, like no more work or no more doing this. Or turning turn it off. Even though I really, really want to do that, I go against the grain of that because I know that it's going to be like good self-care. Mm. Does that make sense? Kind of like drinking water when you know you need water. I know I need water, so I'm gonna go in the opposite direction. I'm gonna drink the water, even though I know I don't like water. I'm gonna do something to just the thing, you know, that's gonna be helpful for me. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That I did that this morning. I was like, I just was switching back and forth between Facebook and Twitter, and I was just like. It felt unnatural to like pull away, but I was like, I, there's nothing here for me. Like, I'm not going to find anything that is going to make, that's going to address these feelings that I have. So, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. I want to do a quick promo. We want to pub again. Um, our we see I see it's a lot of people jumping in. So guys, make sure you do check out both of our podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, Sweet Tea over here with me and Jasmine Holmes and Crispin has prophetic imagination and what's up? What's up? Uh, attached, Remind me. Attached to the invisible. Yes, attached to the invisible. Um. Yeah, you can. You guys can subscribe via the Area Code Network or wherever you get your podcast. So if it's Apple Podcasts, Google, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, check it out. And like today was just a cool crossover right. episode where we're talking. I am so sorry about my kid in the background. I know that she's so loud, but this <laughs> is right. how it happens. Of yeah. A mama. <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah, I'm so excited that you guys just started up and um, yeah, for my Attached to the Invisible podcast, um, I was going to put up an episode on Monday, but I was like, I'm not going to like, I, I don't have the bandwidth to do the editing this week, but I do think I'm going right. to do like a little like uh, a poem and a prayer and some self-care tips that will go up in the next couple of days. So I was like, that's, right. that's all I got to offer right now. So, right. <laughs> right. But right. yeah. So I'm trying to see if we got any more uh, comments. I know. Yeah. Okay. I think you answered Nick's comments. Do you guys have any self-care tips for this week in particular? Biggest. I mean, Christmas kind of already said it, but I think, pull back on don't stick your head in the sand but like the information overload can be super overwhelming especially for a high strung anxious person like me it's like some points i really do have to turn off the tv and turn mm-hmm. off the social media and really just turn on my video game mm-hmm. so that i can like actively pull my mind back from that you know and especially with me running for office like right now my local media is being flooded with everything mm-hmm. it's almost kind of traumatic in a sense yeah, like right. you're reliving the life. and so i have to pull back from some of that information in a healthy way mm-hmm. so that so that I won't make myself feel even worse or, you know, make things worse for me by um, just consuming. It's almost, I think about like, this is going to sound crazy, but I think about like gluttony sometimes. And I feel like sometimes we can have a gluttonous attitude as it pertains to the media. Mm. 
that we can consume. And so, like, everything has to be done, like, in moderation. And we don't have to know. There's a beauty of social media and media that I love. Helpful as it pertains to evangelism and connecting with brothers and sisters who are like across the world. But then there's a side of it that makes me a little worried because I think about sometimes us being oblivious to certain things was a good thing. Like now we have so much instant like access to information that it's not always good, you yeah. know. So. A lot to process. And I think the other thing, I was going with that gluttony, you know, idea, I think that fits because it is this, I think especially right now, it's like, well, if I keep scrolling, if I keep reading, I'm going to I'm gonna get the answers that I need and then the anxiety will go away. And the reality is like that's not the way, it's not going to actually get you what you are hoping for, sadly. Like there is gonna right. be a there is gonna be an endpoint. We will find out the results, but like just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, um, or you know, reading more and more, we just know that like that if what you're looking for is answers, that's you know, if we had the answers, we wouldn't feel this way. So I think right. it makes a lot of sense to like we just wanna keep taking it in, hoping it will like fill us, but it won't. Yes, it reminds me too of, so I just got off a um, call. I'm in seminary too. See, I really, I really do too much with my life. <laughs> this is probably why I lost the election because the Lord is saying, sit down somewhere, girl. <laughs> but uh, one of the groups we are, um, it's kind of like just a little women's group um, mentoring or whatever, but we're reading uh, The Envy of Eve by Melissa Kruger and it's like finding contentment in a covetous world. Mm. And so one of the things that we were talking about today um, was how we think we have a proclivity toward if I can just get whatever it is that I think that I need, whether it's the information or whether it's whatever it is we feel like, if I can just get that, then that's going to appease the problem. Mm -hmm. When really it's not the external that's going to fix that. It's the internal that needs to work. It's our hearts, how we crave you know, so much like more and more and more and more. Give me more. Give me more stuff. Give me more information. Give me more knowledge, whatever. Right. And it's like it's that heart, that the posture of our heart that needs to be addressed. But we foolishly think that, oh, if I can just grab this, if I can get this, then it's going to fix the problem. And what happens is we end up on this chase. Mm. It's almost like, okay, well, let me keep consuming. Let me keep doing this. And we are never satisfied. We're never satisfied. Yeah. And so this was encouraging to read and honestly a way to redirect mm. for, for me. Um, where I know that, okay, it's not like the internal is not going to fix what I'm feeling. It's not going to provide the solution right. that I'm looking for. And so um, yeah. I, I hope that that would be of encouragement to those tuned in, like resist the urge to get more and more. Mm-hmm. Resist the urge to try to pull pull from external things to fix something that's going inwardly yeah exactly and that goes back to that like taking time to notice like what am i feeling because you know it's that feeling is going to be there and actually when we can slow down and like sit with those feelings and connect with others whether it's like with others or god 
those feelings aren't as overwhelming, but mm-hmm. it takes that work. So, yeah. Well, thanks so Absolutely. much, Portia, for taking some time to connect. Thank and uh, yeah, yeah, it's really great. Um, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to do it again, man. No, right? <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I hope, yeah. Hope for both of us and everyone watching, we can find ways to take care of ourselves during this week because it's it's just such a hard time. It's it's the it's a hard time at the end of a hard four years and a hard few months, and you know it's, it's a lot. So, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no problem. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Take care. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. <laughs> this is an area code podcast.